everyone. That was pretty aggressive, Ted. This is it's album time. It's the number one podcast on the internet ever. Suck it, yeah. Number one fan cast. We were crap. What's the word? We were skipped on that best of music podcast list. We were. Oh yeah, we were faked. I was pretty This time next year, we're gonna be even higher on the list than you talking. Are you talking REM re me? I promise that much. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I we'll just... even do we'll even do better than the Indie Heads podcast. Well, they're not on the list either, so technically we're on equal footing right now. Crap. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, this <laughs> month is for the month of June, and let me tell you, there was a lot of records in June, including, of course, one that a few that we didn't cover, such as Scorpion by Drake. Don't, no, don't even bring up the <laughs> record oh we didn't cover. Listen, that, to that's going to be half the gonna... podcast. No, I, I have not listened to that album, and I'm yeah, not I'm joking. going to. I'm just to. briefly touching on stuff that we didn't even back... choose. Yeah. Yay came out this month, right? Yeah, there were oh, a, yeah. a lot of Kanye albums. Kanye yeah. like seven albums, of them. The Tiana Taylor album was pretty good. Kanye finally beat King Gizzard in prolificness in a month. <laughs> well, isn't it equal because I mean, he has five albums and they had five albums? No, Kanye only has four, but he did it in a month. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So should, wait, I thought he had five because Kitsy Ghost, Yay, Tiana Taylor, Daytona. And the Push T's, right? Put, yeah. Yeah, and Nas. He had five. Yeah, he had five. Yeah. Oh, we just, oh, I we just forgot the oh, that Nas, Nas album. I am the new Kanye <laughs> expert. <laughs> yeah, like well, the, the press around Kanye it. Just... Yeah. I've listened so to one Kanye ourselves? project, and it yeah, was for okay. this podcast. <laughs> you were texting me. My favorite is you're like, this was 22 minute long. How, like, how is this an album? Should... And I'm like, you're correct, but it's just. So, first up on the list... Wait, should we, we introduce have... ourselves? We need to introduce yeah. ourselves. Oh, yeah. sounds, true. sounds like something smart people do. <laughs> okay, um, I'm Jack, Ted Cruz Control. Um, you guys probably know me if you're listening to this. Um, I'm going to be talking eventually about Kid See Ghosts by Kanye West and Kid Cudi, which is probably maybe my first or second favorite album of the year, This or Twin Fantasy, and will probably end up in my top 10 to top 15 of all time. So I just Thanks. saw Delaney's oh, yeah, I just oh. saw Delaney light up briefly cuz yeah, had I did too. To say. Oh, I was just going to say that it better be Twin Fantasy, but that's I know. Okay. okay. Get killed. <laughs> you're, gonna, uh, you're just going to break we up with me. We weren't supposed to get into an argument this early. Anyways, <laughs> I guess I'll introduce myself. I'm Tristan uh, at @tnashdva coming to you from the land of actual Ted Cruz, Texas. Sorry, there's like a lot of background noise. Sorry. Next up, it's me, actual Ted. We have too many Ted's. Username Tad underscore Philip for the irony. And let me tell you, this month I'm doing the natural white dude thing and talking about death grips. I'm always surprised how many people think my real name is actually Ted. It's like I keep on wanting to call you Ted by accident. People, everybody does it, and it's it's honestly pretty confusing. <laughs> like, well, I have a guy I know IRL named Jack, so... Uh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, you told me about that. People on Twitter call me Tad, and I always have to correct them. Like, people who have not <laughs> met me before, and so they're yeah. just like, oh, his screen name is clearly the irony. Gonna keep it real, man. Tad is a pretty weenie name. <laughs> oh, no, it isn't. It, it's <laughs> completely for weenies, serial killers, and all types of weirdos. I, I don't trust it at all. I don't trust Ned either. That's 
Ned scares me. Ned Stark. Alright, I am or Delaney. I'm Delaney at Delaney underscore underscore West. Uh, Number one Kanye West fan account. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I listened to I'm... my first Kanye album for this podcast. That's. Yay. <laughs> cool. Yay. There will be one podcast where we get to talk about reputation and yeah, I can well... return the favor. <laughs> I don't you want to would, defend reputation, but I did enjoy it would, slightly more than this album. You would end up being oh, no. defending reputation. <laughs> You're like, you'd be like, I don't want to defend <laughs> reputation, and then you'd spend like 20 minutes like Nobody loosely defending it. reputation. Yeah. And you don't even like it that much. I hate it. So I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the funniest part of this. Okay. All right. Moving on. Wait. Who and Nat. And, yeah, and I'm Nat, I'm at Framing the Pick on Twitter, and this episode I'm going to be discussing uh, Sophie's Oil of Every Pearls on Insides. Oh, I forgot, I, I'm discussing Florence the Machine's High as Hope. That's what I'm discussing. I'm going first, so I'll just uh, start now, I guess, right? Yeah, all right, go for yep. it. <laughs> yeah. So I am talking about uh, snail males, lush. Ooh. So... <laughs> There's a, quite a bit to talk about with this album. So I guess music-wise, I actually quite enjoyed it music-wise. Like, I do agree with the criticism that it's a little bit monotonous at times, but she does have some really good songs from there. And they're really good for her being 18 and younger than, I think, me, any of us on the podcast. I'm 18. Not Delaney. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. Delaney still has <laughs> a year to make, to make an EP. And then, and then yeah. you know. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I really liked uh, Habits, the EP that she put out uh, two years ago. She was yeah, and I was looking, um, and I did quite enjoy uh, Lush. I do think that my favorite songs were the singles, Pristine, Heatwave, and Let's Find an Out. Like, I, I actually caught uh, Snail Mail during South by Southwest. <laughs> and uh, it was actually a really good show, and I did like what, what was became Heatwave a lot. And oh my god, I don't know. I was talking about the actual music, but as a, but she's actually a really good guitarist. Like in my opinion, like she's got a lot of good uh, riffs, the rhythm, and then well, of I mean, course like there's there's a lot of pretty standard indie rock that comes out every year. Yeah, and, like th this is definitely like higher end stuff than yeah. some. Oh, totally. Like the production on this is, as the title would suggest, pretty lush. pristine and hey. lush. Wow, <laughs> good job, guys. Okay, that that was our podcast. I wanted to, to talk, talk about to you other, other aspects of this, like the promotion campaign oh, from it, Matador That's where Records. I want to get into a little analogy. I, I'm I completely in, unaware of any promotion campaign, so you guys... Um, Dude, you're amazing. So this album off. reminded me a lot of another case we had earlier this year where people would not shut up about Super Organism, I which is a band that I actually really kind of enjoyed, even though like they had the exact same problems for this record as with Lush. Wait, what so, band? Super, Super Organism. Oh, I haven't, I haven't heard so that. So they're, they're on Domino, who has the same problem as Matador, where like anytime they have a big like hype release from some new artist, they like you are just never gonna hear the end of it online. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I like uh, uh, smaller labels, because it's like, oh, new artist, cool. 
I won't near it. Didn't they do that with Teens of Denial too? Yes, they did it yeah, with Teens of the Denial. The new funeral. Next, next funeral. I mean, who knew that uh, okay. Twin Fantasy was already out at that point? Well, Twin Fantasy came out in 2011. Yeah, which is the next funeral. <laughs> But yeah, my album of the year <laughs> every album year. also had the same problem where you could tell there were the songs that were like distinctly written like way longer ago. Like they've had more time to develop in terms of like writing and production. And then there's like songs that clearly were like, okay, we have to put out the album soon. Please. Yeah. Please. We are on a contract here. Like here's the singles and then here's the rest of the stuff. Yeah, and that's, so that's why, why my favorite stuff ended up being like Heatwave or Stick, which is literally just a re-recording from the EP. Oh crap! I didn't notice that. I'm really dumb. Yeah, like, <laughs> and I'm I the one that's reviewing it. this album. This shows how good I am at reviewing albums. I, didn't I also never really listened to like, lyrics. The whole so. crux. Listen, I was just like, wait a minute, this song sounds familiar, and then I the go whole back crux and I'm the listening. Show to is, it, I'm like, wait a minute, this is all- Stick. The whole crux of this show is we're all really shit at reviewing albums. Yeah, so it it's just, actually like, about our tangents. It that just on. honestly gets, gets the only somewhere. band I'm good at talking about is Jeff Rosenstock and all related. Yeah, yeah. I could probably talk about King Gizzard and the OCs. I can talk about OCs Weezer now. for hours. Oh no! <laughs> I mean, her name was Endless Weezer content. She's months. still waiting for the black album. Now it's now it's Delaney. You had to rebrand. I had to. Because after, after <laughs> well, Captain America she, fan account, June ended, and then there was no Weezer album. After the fourth so. Weezer delay, it kind of got old. Well, there yeah. yeah, you were. <laughs> it was supposed to come yeah. out in June, and June is now over. So I don't know what to think. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's to July. I've actually hardly <laughs> heard any sucks. Weezer, so I don't know about any of it. But yeah. July, also, I mean, I turned 21 in a couple days, so July isn't that bad. Yeah. Congrats. Like, being and I played my first like, ever gig. I think the so main issue I have with this album is the back end because, like, it very quickly goes off the rails around the point. Like, after Stick, the only track I yeah. think I actually have any enjoyment for is Full Control. And, like, the rest yeah. are way too, like, spacey and we're not really sure what songwriting yeah. I do like, uh, I do actually like Let's Find It Out. It actually reminds me too. of. It actually reminds me of Present Tense from Radiohead for some reason. I actually huh. really think, like, I would, this was definitely, like, a grower for me, honestly. Yeah. Because, um, when I first heard, heard it, I thought it was, like, kind of, like, I, like, and then the, for some reason I listened to it again. I don't even know why. Maybe, um, everybody was being obnoxious about it. And I really, really like parts of this album. Like, the movement yeah. from intro into pristine is just kind oh, of insane. Oh yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Anytime is mm. anytime is an amazing song too. Like the last yeah. song. Yeah. Like they like it. I do agree that like it can kind of um like go off at the end a little. Like yeah. trails off into like a little bit of forgettability, but like it's not bad forgettability. It's like good, but. You know. I think the main disadvantage this album has against it is it is released in a year where there are so many other albums like it. Yeah, <laughs> like, like uh, Soccer it, Mommy, Clean, which I actually really liked Clean. I can Camp name Cope. at least five right now, and I'm gonna. Goat Girl, Camp Cope, Soccer Mommy, Hop Along, and... Camp uh, Cope does not sound like this. Camp Cope is like Camp a rock Goat Girl doesn't either. Like <laughs> I actually like... I actually think I like Soccer Mommy's like album a slight more bit than better this, than Snowmail. I think they still sound a lot like it. Camp Cope is more, ye- like, they yell. 
Yeah, no, like the singing is different, but like the basic like guitars, drums, texture is very yeah. similar. I That's think anything thing. she has going for her, or the main thing she has going for her, is her voice, which is like her singing voice is just insane. Yeah. Like the instrumentals actually... were kind of like I. Like, that's something they definitely could work on. I want or synthesizers. Like, I want to hear this band with synthesizers. Honestly, I, I, I want to hear them with more with distortion. Like, I want to hear this with, like, not just a guitar. Like Actually, forget that. I want I, Snail Mail to make a Sky album. I've decided. No, oh, no. no. Shut up. <laughs> oh, crap. No. 490 I, Freaks actually on I this want, podcast now. <laughs> I want this with, um, uh, I want it with, I want this album. I want more tracks, like, intro, um, like where they actually aren't doing like the same instrumental over and over again, basically. Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah. It, I'd it love was... to. S- I'd love to see stuff like um, Heatwave and Anytime that really yeah. kind of yeah. expand and go in more places. Like, feel like they have more of a destination in mind that they're like trying to reach. Because I feel like that's where the back half of the album, especially, kind yeah. of like meanders. Yeah. Where they? I actually saw them live last week. Which was actually a pretty good show, but they at the beginning they like they did some weird things with their guitar pedals where they had like a bunch of feedback. I'm like, I want to hear more of this. Like, like come on, like, like <laughs> more punk, more. It must, it must. Yeah, I actually want to hear hear Lindsay like shred. Like, I want I want to hear them like do like a King Gizzard style album. I want to hear be... everyone shred. Okay, like yeah, <laughs> shred the Scott. <laughs> shred for me. Honestly, yeah. like, I appreciate, like, honestly, I think it's, like, I would give this, like, if we had to do the numerical score thing, like, a low eight, probably. It's like, like, in, like Is this the Fantano uh, No, never. Like, the 8.2, <laughs> never. I, I'm talking about Kids See Ghosts today, and I'm not planning on saying that name once. Yeah, please, so, never. <laughs> I don't um, want to hear his... Yeah. So, basically, I... I mean, I we're talking say, about Death Grips today, too. I, uh, can we just... Not ever. Just, can, can we just, can we just edit editing this, this together? Yeah, no. Cut, cut this yeah, last cut ten this. seconds. No. Whoever's editing this together, just Hang bleep on, out Fantano's name. I'm gonna clap three times. That's gonna be our cue to move on to Kids See Ghosts. Okay. Oh, uh, wait. Yeah. Low eight. That that's the official Jack rating. Okay. Oh, it's my turn. Uh, hey guys, how how are we all doing hey. today? Good. Um. Great. Do, do you feel great? Right? Oh god, this album's just <laughs> fucking insane, dude. That's that that's basic. And it like I don't want to talk about like Kanye talking about context in regard to a work is yes, important. But like there's always been this thing with me where like as long as the artist isn't like actually actively like abusing people or like a shitty terrible person. XXX. Like like exactly like people or like takashi or whatever like i i can't listen to music by abusers or even nos like everyone just kind of forgot the abuse allegations yeah i noticed that oh yeah that was really kind of icky for me like i was like yeah yeah. the nas album wasn't good enough to make people forget he beat his wife so yeah i I didn't i didn't forget and i i haven't listened to it like kanye's just a republican and like just kind of Kanye's just fucking crazy. That's, that's I just all think I that Kanye is just doing whatever is like contrary and like. No, my favorite tweet about it is like 
people on Twitter who have spent literally their entire life and career thinking about politics are getting mad at Kanye West, who's probably spent a grand total of two minutes and in his entire life thinking of his political stance. My favorite thing is is the Republicans that probably spent half that spent basically up until whenever he started doing this thinking that he's a gangster rapper, and now they have to pretend to love like him, him this whole time. I know this like, is. <laughs> And this is funny because the me and Delaney Kanye discourse is. It's I'm gonna time. not talk during this segment, so. <laughs> you should. <laughs> You're smart. You're smart for that because it would be. Oh God. And so this album, pretty much as a insane. Whole, it's it's like it feels exactly like all the other albums that aren't Day that aren't named Daytona in the kids. In the, no, I actually in the, strongly, in the dis- I actually too. just really disagree. I think Which this is like, like people. I feel like I'm hearing something different than other people. Honestly, Which is like it's a big fucking mess, but there's some really smart ideas buried in there. I don't. I think the mess. I honestly wanted to present the argument like the messiness of it is like kind of like Jesus, where it feels kind of purposeful. It feels like it's there on purpose. Like I this thought- feels like a. This I mean, yeah, like a it's lot intentional more a... in this case, I think. Like, in I this think... one... No, I think this is, like, an extremely well-thought-out project. And what kind of gives that to me, and, like, is just how well together, like, the sampling is put. Like, the transitions yeah. are just fucking almost basically flawless. Like, yeah. the fucking transition into fire is just insane. Um, Like, that opening sample in Fourth Dimension... Oh, and man, then that when, one. That and oh then my when God, they hit, yes. in, like, and then when they hit into the beginning of that, like, yeah, honestly, that, that song ma- is legitimately like far and away my favorite thing here, just because like the way that sample goes, and like that part in Reborn where like he's rapping with the distortion coming in, and like it gets really tinny for like two to three seconds, like you're listening on like an old like vinyl. I honestly like vinyl? parts. I can't pronounce words, just ongoing <laughs> friend of the show. Um, there's like that one, yeah, I'm going to get roasted for that, but um, yeah. it beats me spelling it wrong on the subreddit, which has happened several times. Yeah. Um, what, like, they're just, like, I was re-listening, like, I, oh, and another moment that I wanted to talk about was the beginning of Cootie Montage where those like oh, I guitar twings are coming in and it sounds like a goddamn microphones album and it's just it, it does that's what it, it sounds it's so <laughs> it sounds like a like if you want to edit in a clip of it like here it literally We're sounds get like copyright stricken though <laughs> oh no rip all of the people yeah. who listen to us okay just um like the fans three take... people Take my take my word for it, guys. Um, if you want to listen to it yourself, uh, homework or whatever. Um, I... listen to that first like fifteen seconds of Cootie Montage, and then like listen to any song on the Glow Part Two, and like Dude. you'll be like, hmm. And yeah. it's honestly <laughs> like I really appreciate how this album kind of shows an appreciation for like several different genres, while not and seems like serious and subject matter while not being preachy which is something that i appreciate and something with kanye as an artist that i've always found at least in like some of his albums is that like there are always groaners on every single one of his albums there are groaner lines that's just 
part of the equation. Bleach. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I, I feel it's <laughs> like there are on purpose, like, groaner lines because, oh, my dog just walked in. Hey, Coconut. Hi, dog. I mean, I Kanye West, as an artist, makes very deliberate messes when he's making a mess. The problem yeah. is, yeah. I don't like them. Like, I don't like Yeezus, and I will get, a, I will get all the shit on Ick. the internet for that, Icky. okay? That's an yeah. icky opinion. Pablo, I remember when Pablo came out and having very intense debates in high school about it. It's like, I, just, I was like, I like some of the songs, but... There yeah. are some really smart ideas on that one, too, but I just don't care about the album. Yeah. Jesus is hmm. definitely my favorite Kanye project, if not this. Oh, I just boy. really, really appreciate the messiness. Like, honestly, this feels like Jesus too. I mean, like, uh, like okay. it, it just—it feels like Jesus, like 1.5, if anything, because it's like 23 minutes long. And that's the thing. Like, a bunch of people seem to be like bothered by the length. Honestly, I like short albums. Like, just full disclosure, like. It's basically an EP. I'm not bothered like... by the length. I'm just bothered by the fact that they call it an album. <laughs> You're like this. You think they should have called it an EP? Yeah, like... or a mixtape or something. I yeah. listen. If Sufjan Stevens can call an EP that an hour-long album an EP, then I think they can call a 23 minute. That is record. true. What does he <laughs> mean? Swans can. I mean, call there are no real hour... Swans can call like a three and a half hour album like a normal album. Then like yeah. I'm okay. For me, the definition of like album is like a completely thought out project as referred to like length. Well, and it's I technically feel... it's technically invalid now that like everything is digital. Yeah, exactly. That's why yeah. I, I feel like the traditional. <laughs> there are like, no rules, but yeah, like the traditional like definition of albums as like having to be like between 30 and 45 to 50 minutes. Well, I feel like the reason that the definition of album has gotten thrown out the window is because that used to just be around like how can it fit on a vinyl record and now it's like I know. we're in the 22 minutes that on each side anymore. Honestly, like it's I don't even necessarily think it's like a completely like um valid point of like discussion even like, not, like, I don't mean it like that. I just mean, like, I don't think it's, I think it's, like, a semantic thing to get caught up on length. But, like, I also agree that when it push comes to shove, Delaney, you're right. The album is, like, 23 minutes long. It's pretty short. It literally is on, on Apple Music. Yeah, I think that length kind of works against it. And that's yeah. the only yeah. reason. Like, that's I, the reason I like Daytona more than any of the others is because, like, he manages to get a complete statement out there in such a very short time like i actually think that um i actually think that um like this was i thought that this was relatively complete message for the time i mean yeah like there uh, there's some really good tracks on here what i have liked I'll fully to have admit, it, i didn't like, listen to the lyrics at all i was too into <laughs> the production yeah the production is just in like yeah, it connie feels, is yeah it connie feels, is an amazing producer yeah it feels like like almost like played out to talk about Kanye West production, like because it's just so unilaterally just good, like that it's not like honestly it's really like worth talking about like only if like he gets like a bad like um like an album where he actually has like shitty production which hasn't happened since <laughs> like ever probably i haven't listened to watch the throne but i've heard it's watch not the good throne has good beats on it i will tell you that much like just listen <laughs> to uh paris. Oh, totally oh yeah, yeah paris, to paris alone on that album is 
still a no church in the wilds and then otis oh my god hey, oh yeah. my god i've otis. only heard paris from there because i'm i'm like just, i'll admit the... after you're done with this go listen to otis like you're gonna have to find it somewhere other than spotify because jay-z doesn't like being on spotify oh, oh i use apple music please don't make us talk about title don't worry i'm, I'm gonna get gonna... i'm gonna get upset <laughs> everything is love out now <laughs> I'm gonna get upset if we end up talking about title because it's just the stupidest thing. So uh, it's literally like the brute force Jay Z and Beyonce like streaming platform. Yeah. Listen, well, now Carsey and Headrest has uh, title exclusive content. Oh so. yeah, the exclusive. Uh, oh my god, don't yeah, Delaney, don't. It was exclusive don't for like a week. <laughs> Have you guys watched that? Like, yeah, I did. It was pretty good. I watched a little bit of it. There's more to come, so not I'm any. Sure. I need to. I need. I need to watch. I Delaney. I remember you sent it to me, and I was like, I'm gonna watch this, and then I forgot. Yeah, I haven't seen <laughs> until it. I, I forgot. Until... Attacked by car seat headrest not coming to Texas anytime soon. I'm they seeing them like next Florida. week. I'm so excited for you. Holy shit. I am seeing them <laughs> oh my God, in September, I'm... the day after I see the person who made the actual album of the year. <laughs> Oh, you're seeing um Def Haven? Caroline Rose. Ooh, oh. but that's not important right now because the real thing is we're talking about you're the snitch. Oh yeah, okay. Oh yeah, speaking of uh Kanye and Jesus, that was Jesus was basically my introduction to Death Grips. Yeah. That's a very normal I, thing to say. I So basically on Kitsy Ghost, I vote Jesus to put it in a like a 9.4 territory probably for me. I think I like it a little less than Twin Fantasy, but that's just because uh -oh. I really oh, like Twin Fantasy. Twin okay, Fantasy? I thought you said yeah. the opposites for some it reason. Is like See, legit. I literally change my mind every time I talk about these two albums. It's insane. Twin Fantasy is a classic. It's just a shame yeah. that both times it's been released, it's I've had albums I like better that year. <laughs> oh no. Classic tier. Okay, so um, whose turn yeah, is so, it now? Uh, I can shut up. It's album time is online now. We are online. Oh god. Oh no. <laughs> Speaking God, of I remember really, my Twitter really... feed just being flooded by that. I just, I do not like. See, just the don't Death follow Grips Death Grips meme on culture. Twitter. That's the key. Yeah, the Death Grips meme culture is just actually really just bad. I, and I don't care icky. about the memes of Death Grips. I just know one thing and one thing only: Death Grips is online, and that's the first track on this album. And God, it was man, actually really good. Track. It's really. <laughs> I'm so mad that yeah. track ended up being as good as it is because, because like, like, yeah, I really wanted it to be shitty because like I want this stupid ass thing to fucking perish. Like, yeah, I, I want to describe how I felt about like this album. Genuinely, first. the first time, like, I've been like, yeah, this is a real good. <laughs> Actually, no, wait, what am I saying? Because hang on, let me check the rest of their discography so I didn't. Goof there. Moon is good. Dude, they the have so good. many good opening yeah, their tracks. Intro, their intro tracks are consistently Their intro very good. tracks are just completely and totally just tight. They're like, really good at intros and closers. Oh, yeah. Like, like I'm looking at the first tracks of each album since the beginning. It's like, you got Come Up and Get Me. You've got Get Got. You've got uh, Up My Sleeve. Beware. Oh, God. Beware. Beware, of course, which is from my uh, favorite. Break Mirrors in my face ideas, in the Which is like... Like, I have not heard a Death Grips album I've liked as much as Ex Military up to this point, but I think this album might be the one that I'm, like, fully on board with them again, because yeah. up to this point I've just been kind of like, yeah, yeah, I like them, I guess. I, I really liked the Moon album. Me too. Yeah, because like, I just want to say, just 
apparently the fact that Zach Hill did the entire production on the drums is insane to me. Yeah, the lyricism on that album is especially great too. Yeah, and then Bjork, my girl Bjork oh, playing. Oh yeah, on the moon. <laughs> on the moon is probably the closest they came before this point to like being. There needs to be like the shaking hands been... meme with like Death Grips fans and like, oh, yeah. every other <laughs> indie fan and like Bjork and <laughs> like Bjork is in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, we should probably talk about this. But, yeah, <laughs> like but, this, this album hits a very weird point in their sound where I think they have really just gone beyond like the normal level that they've done. Like it's hard to explain, but like. Mm-hmm. I have genuinely not heard songs in their discography that sound like Lil Richard, Linda's in Custody, or The Fear oh, Before. Yeah. And those three oh, are fear. like all... Like, even Lil Richard, it's probably the worst track on here, yeah, but that, it genuinely sounds like nothing they've that done. That track before. is yeah. kind of... I'll admit, this oh. album, it's like it's like the first Death Grips album. I really like this album, but I have like... It's like I have literally no words to describe it. It's like the album cover. I have literally no words to describe it. Like, the singles mm. leading up to this were kind of like... Eh, like they're okay, but like I really... in the context of the record, they are so much better. Oh, totally. I like, actually I... really like the singles. TV, like honestly, I like the singles. I, I really think that, like. Them. I think the strongest tracks on this albums were the ones that like tended to be closer to what they'd done in the past. Like, I really appreciate, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that in like sticking a, to their guns. It like they really refined a lot of like their previous sounds in relation to their discography and like like a lot of this album feels like government plates and like steroids but like realized further and i really appreciate that like let me yeah let me pull up the track list now like like honestly so i'm looking at this in relative to like their other records but there are songs on here that like feel like refinements of ideas they've had on previous albums like when i heard streaky i thought okay so it's just gonna be like bottomless pit again because it sounded like uh like a slightly better version of say uh trash or uh spikes but like in the context of the album it's really good and then like you look at songs like uh Dilemma and Black Paint, and those just sound like uh, the B, like the second half of a uh, uh, Powers that Be, like Ginny yeah, Death. Like, Death. Those Honest- sound like really good Ginny Death songs. Honestly, and- like the only like two tracks I'm not like super hot on, if we're being entirely honest, that aren't like interludes. Like I'm not the hugest fan of Dilemma, honestly. Like I, I really like Dilemma. I like, know you is- do. Like yeah, I, I guess it might be because I'm not. A huge fan of the powers that be like at like that's probably like my least favorite death grips project that's not named fashion week and we don't talk about that but um (laughs) no it doesn't it's basically just like video game instrumentals but um i really think that i appreciated like i really like the opening to dilemma it's like it's how interludes and like actually introducing like mild humoristic elements to like otherwise serious albums i feel like should be done which is like get it out in 25 seconds make sure it's like, good it's just such a <laughs> weird like little addition that they threw in there but yeah it kind of fits because like yeah. you're just sitting there like okay so streaky just ended now what and then you and just have like, i'm in the studio with death grips yeah you, you just have like two album. like you just have like the really blowout tracks which are like black paint ha 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 oh yeah disappointed Biden. And like, if you don't know the recording context of this album, you're just going to be like, oh, so it's some guy. But like part of the whole reason they did it was because of the ridiculous headlines they knew it would net them. Like 
their <laughs> antics are now bleeding into the albums in a way, and it's kind of weird. Yeah, to canceling see. a whole fucking tour and then like, breaking up. I mean, like going beyond that, like this album to put in the lease, like Death Grips is online, like literally became just a thing that they forced as a joke, and it's now <laughs> in the records instead of like yeah. just. Shit show. Honestly, I'd like to point that out. That's shit like shows the, kind uh, of listen, shit shows grown on me. Shit show because I just drink it's, blood, dude. No, shit shows actually grown on me. Like I actually. Have you guys seen the music video? I don't want to. <laughs> I didn't before it got pulled. I saw like a clip of it on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I saw, it's on I, uh, Vimeo. I, think, I saw. Whatever. I saw like no, that's pitch, the that's the money pitch, service, right? Honestly, Vimeo. like and crap. I really appreciate the pacing of this album. Yeah, um, like that's why I, totally. I just want to say thank you for Linda's in custody because it's steroids too, and it's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> and like, I understand it's completely like a personal thing. Like, I understand why people don't like the track as much as I, I really do, like but like, that's like, I like that it's track. probably my favorite track on the album. Um, yeah, the break absolutely. in Ha 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 is just absolutely insane. Um, oh my god, like oh when it. When like the chorus hits about, the first time, it's yeah, it's yeah. Like when it, like it feels like the build up on that track is incredibly well timed because, um, like in relation to how like long it is, it like hits at like a minute twenty or something, if I remember correctly, mm. which I think is really good. And um, flies actually has grown on me a good amount. Transition into black paint, stupid. I just stupid. like I really like oh my the God, transition. Yes. But I just Stupid. realized, looking at the track list, like, wait a minute, this is my least favorite track on here. Like, I don't... Oh, no. Like, it just gets to a point where I'm just like, get it over with. Give me black paint. No, but black the... Paint the transfer like... is stupid. It's also like... the song of the summer, according to... Yeah. I forget which publication. Rolling Stone. <laughs> Rolling Stone. <laughs> Rolling yes. Stone. Oh, uh, and also speaking of Black Paint. I'm was really that happy the they that, wasn't that the, the first song time that Carsey Headdress did? I was did? immediately just like, this is my ex-military bullshit that I've been I'm really for. happy they picked Disappointed as the ending track because it was Oh my very... god, Disappointed is insane. Yeah, it's a that... really good... This the is totally turning that, like, into the... like white guys talking about Death Grips cast, but I mean, <laughs> like... Like, the drums on Disappointed are ridiculously just... Like, Zach Hill is just going in there. All right. Okay. Uh, important Zach announcement... Hill? Pizza Steve followed me on Twitter. <laughs> Who? Just, just want to let you guys <laughs> That's know. Good news. Let me just drop this in really fast. Um, we can get back to the show. Just had to let you all know. Okay. Good. Uh, but anyways, Black Paint wasn't that the song that Car Seat Headrest covered earlier this yeah, week? Yeah, no, we're not yes, it was. That. At the Laney. <laughs> Stop right there. Stop. I'm drawing a line. Okay, Will Toledo, I love you, but you are an idiot. Delaney, how do you feel about the... Oh, I'm Marcy just worried Hedrith. that they're going to do it at my show, and then I'm going to have to explain it to my parents, who will be there with me. Delaney, they're going to cover the fear. <laughs> they're going to be like... L listen, if your parents ask anything, just tell them, Death Grips is online. Did they actually open... Like, they opened yes. with that, right? They, they yeah. opened the show. <laughs> there was no cushion. It was just that... Like oh honestly, God. it just sounded pretty rough. Like it's also the it, worst idea. It's I've like seen Weezer well, for like... Toto. Weezer covering but uh, it's Africa. it's worse because Which... Weezer covering Africa is funny. Weezer, Weezer covering Africa, Africa makes sense because bit. Weezer is a Weezer is a band that 
can actually emulate a Toto sound. Yeah, like, like the, the cover is, sound. is extremely faithful and Listen. sounds exactly like the original yeah, song. I think I'm the resident expert on here. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> fucking Africa, listen to it listen 24 to that hours a day. Why did you do that? Like you. Yeah, I'm just the person who asked Weezer to cover Africa in the first place. Like, why? Like, why hey, did you promise them that? Oh you could have just thought Weezer would never cover. We Africa. actually have I his last FM as proof. Uh, Listen, yeah. I still can't believe Long that. 24 hours, but Weezer covering Africa is actually a good thing, I've decided, because they sound so much like the original song while adding a slight edge, the slight Weezer edge, that it kind of works. Yeah. So, yeah. I Add power chords, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, there weren't enough I guitars in their cover, but that's okay. There was a lot missing in that cover. <laughs> I, I just listened to it and I was like, uh, really? Okay, this, I've decided Death it? Grips are the next band that need to cover Africa. It's official. Oh, no. Don't, don't. Don't. That's actually just a cursed combination of words. Yeah. And I just. Death Grips cover Africa. Oh, no. Jeez. What have we done? Okay. I think yeah. we've talked enough about Death Grips. Yeah, actually, we're one last comment. For now. Y'all yeah, heard so, uh, Zach Hill's. For her older band, Hella, because that's where you can no. hear his really yeah. good drums. Yeah. I haven't actually. Yeah, right, Hella's next incredible. Up, album I also enjoy, but you take I like away. this album. All right, um, that's me, right? Yeah. 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 All right, cool. Um, so yeah, this uh, talking about Sophie's debut album, Oil of Every Pearls, on Insides, which took me for fucking ever to like remember how the exact title goes because it's a yeah. fucking it's an intentional manda green it's like she's intentionally doing it too <laughs> but yeah um it's uh supposed to sound like i love every person's insides um but anyway that, it, it point being a, it um, did a bad it the title honestly like not the hugest fan it's but, like that uh wes yeah. anderson movie from yeah. earlier this year <laughs> Isle of Dogs. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. What? I didn't realize that. Did you that. just get that? I just got that. <laughs> oh, I'm man. so stupid. I am so stupid. Jesus yeah, Christ. Um... This really does feel like a Wes Anderson album. Now that does it? Uh, no, I think that's I think that's that's not Wes Anderson. I just I just I just want to envision what like Pony Boy would be like over Royal Tenenbaums. <laughs> just... Yeah, I'll confess. When I first listened to this, I just decided, oh, there's a really long song in this album. Whole world, who knew? Whole new world, pretend world. I'm, I'm gonna listen to that, and I just like spent the next nine minutes like, what the fuck? This is not what I expected at all. So like, I knew Sophie's yeah. stuff going into this. Like, I kind of vaguely knew what her style was like. And so I went through the singles and I was just like, yeah, yeah, this is good. Whole New World is like the one track where I feel legitimately overwhelmed. Like there's just a point where I'm oh, just yeah. like, God, get me out of here. It actually, it's punishing. It actually made me think of bizarrely, Here Comes the Indian Era Animal Collective. Like just because yeah. that era of Animal Collective is just like basically walled sound, just leaving you weird, weirded out. Like and like the structure of this album is pretty interesting because like first half of the album is just like getting all the singles out of the way right now and then it's like you're just plunging into the unknown after that. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, I think. So, the... Oh, you go. 
No, go ahead. I'm going to plunge into oh, it after this. I was going to say I actually, like, think the weakest track is um, It's Okay to Cry, honestly. Like, and Same. it's the <laughs> opener. And, like, because it's just completely, like, not, like, the entirety of the rest of the album, like, at all. Like, yeah. it, it kind of is, but, like... I like for some reason I was never too hot on that track, but like I really enjoy the rest of the album like a lot. Like she's so good at production, like she's like yeah. insane at produ at producing things and like exploring a lot of like identity stuff when it can come to gender in the context of a music out in the context of an album and doing it like as well as she did is actually like really good. Yeah. I was so I was gonna say um, I knew next to nothing about Sophie before listening to this, aside from like the buzz she had gotten and like just basically the general chatter around PC music. Yeah. Um, and Produced then for I, yeah, the, the only album of yeah. only thing I'd heard of hers is the Vroom Vroom EP. So <laughs> Vroom, I listened to that. It was pretty good. It is good. Yeah, yeah. her production on that is yeah. Yeah, like um, I don't even know what PC music is. <laughs> PC Music is a very large collective unit of very crazy producers. Like, that's the only way to describe their sound. Cool. It's just absolutely nuts. Hmm. Yeah, not what were you saying? But yeah, the... Yeah, um, so I knew next to nothing, um, and I saw the video for It's Okay to Cry when it came out because it was, like, there was a lot of big chatter around that being it was, like, the first time that she... Uh, used her own image in anything um and at the time was kind of mild on it was mostly just kind of like sharing similar thoughts where i was like yeah it's all right but like wasn't really convinced and so skipped the other two singles <laughs> and then went into this album head first being like okay so it's gonna be like that right and then pony boy just punished pony me boy. right on first listen <laughs> I, I knew like i knew Here's what I knew about Sophie going in. I was just like, okay, so she's from PC Music. I've listened to Ponyboy once before this, and I've listened to Yeah Right by Vince Staples before this. Oh, yeah, she Wait, produced Yeah Right. She produced Yeah Right. And that song, oh. That Wait, beat she, is. Now, I learned that a few days ago, and that makes Ponyboy like, make so much more sense. The beat is the best part about that song, because the fucking... I actually think the Kendrick verse on that song is like kind of weak and the production oh, yeah. is really good. Like, like for for like a Kendrick verse on a like a Vince Staples project, it was really kind of underwhelming. But like Yeah, that reminds me, like Kid Sea Ghost kinda reminds me of uh, Big Fish Theory in that way where like the most interesting thing there is the production, like most of the time. Like there are moments when like the actual performers on there do something kind of vaguely interesting, but most of the time you're just in it for like the beats. Dude, have you listened to that Pusha T verse though that they yeah, opened the good. album with? It was that shit is stupid. Pusha is good. <laughs> All right. But yeah, back to, so, back yeah. to this album that we're actually yeah, talking about. So yeah, yeah, Pony Boys, oof. Um, but yeah, the first listen through, um, I definitely dug it, but I feel like what helped it click a lot is uh, I'm going to shout somebody out uh, on Indie Heads was there was that. Um, pitchfork article that came out that was uh somebody writing about like voice manipulation using like oh, sophie yeah, as like, oh, yeah, a jumping off that. point 
and there was a lot of uh, some really interesting discussion there. And uh, this one user, uh, Julia's great, was uh, kind of talking about her hesitations with it as a trans person and um, shared the tiny mixtapes review of the same album. And I think that that actually dives into what the album's going for in a much more nuanced and complicated way, because so much of the album and where I feel like this differs from uh, albums from like lots of other trans musicians that we've seen in the past few years is that Sophie very rarely uses her lyricism or her music to discuss gender or being trans yeah. explicitly. A lot of it's very much in the abstract. And when it does kind of delve into that, it's more about like things on the nature of like personhood rather than like physical attributes or changes. Um, yeah, like, like uh... is it cold in the... <laughs> Is It Cold in the Water is basically just about, like, feeling comfortable enough to be out in any sort of situation. Um, uh, it's, I, I, that track just blew me away. Um, Pretending was honestly the one track that didn't click for me the first time. And uh, it wasn't until, like, I was listening to it again after all that context and hearing, like, the baby whines that are, like, coming through at the very end where it's, like, almost, it seems to me it's about, like, uh, how a lot of trans people feel pressured to kind of pretend to be a certain gender for most of their life from birth. Yeah. I honestly, um, I honestly like you, what you said there is pretty like correct about how it's basic, like gender and stuff. Isn't really like ever explicitly like, yeah, like it's it, like directly through lyrics. She's like, very it, good at relating abstractions. Like, probably the most explicit one is uh face shopping yeah like that whole that line mm. the song is centered around my face is the front of shop yeah exactly but like yeah she like she does a good job at like abstracting it but making it also tangible i feel and i actually really appreciate the production on this album um i thought it was mm. very surprising and very good that's actually like, what bothered me the most with production yeah, there's honestly because I did like see that article, the Pitchfork article, so and I thought it would sound look, completely different. Yeah, same. I thought this album would not sound like what it sound like, which is probably an issue with me. But like, um, yeah, like, uh, <laughs> like that's just cognitive bias. But um, so I knew yeah, there were gonna exactly. be, you know, like big, like really heavy tracks on here, like Pony Boy and Face Shopping. But like, I was one of the things that really surprised me was like the way spacier and ambient stuff. Like that made me want to hear whole album and that kind of stuff like pretending yeah. and uh the mm, ending exactly. of whole new world like that whole section that was genuinely just like very stunning just how unique yeah. that sounded because like i don't know i hear a lot of produce i hear a lot of electronic producers out there but i don't hear many people making stuff like that even in like ambient circles which is yeah. really yeah. okay i'm yeah. back sorry i got even oh, oh did <laughs> oh it's Welcome okay back. Oh, we're talking <laughs> still about sophie However, that yeah. song has not been mentioned here yet, and it is by far my favorite, and I am not going to shut up about it. Immaterial. Oh, oh that's a good song. God. Oh, yeah. <sighs> that song yeah. is, like, legitimately one of my favorites this year. Like, Honestly, it just goes. Can we just talk about how good production was in June, just unilaterally, just for, like, most of the albums we're talking yeah. about? It feels like we keep saying, like, man, except for Snail Mail. We keep saying. No, I like, like Snail Mail's production. I mean, yeah. production on Snail Mail was pretty immaculate. It's just the, honestly, Snail Mail. The issue is more instrumentals being kind of boring, but yeah, it's it more was... the songwriting. Yeah. Mm. Other than mm. that, though, like production this month has been really insane. Yeah. But yeah. 
Yeah, I think um, to wrap this up uh, for me, uh, one of the, the two other things I wanted to talk about, specifically in terms of production, um, what I love about Whole New Worlds is I was dreading it, getting up to it, seeing that it was the final track in nine minutes, and then just hearing the beginning of it because I'm like, oh god, it's just going to be this repetitive pounding over and over again. But like, she does such a good job of like mixing in different elements each way through and like changing things up, and when she kind of like switches up that Whole New World repetition early on and then brings it back like a third of the way through i was just like oh fuck i love this um and then i also want to single out mostly because it's the one track that i've seen like everybody like unilaterally love uh immaterial is just fucking incredible and like honestly like close to if not my song of the year right now just there there's nothing i've heard this year that goes as hard and is just so in incredibly like written on this subject matter uh and yeah the, yeah the i don't know I've just been... one, i forgot to even mention that like just i was just thinking about the beat alone on that it's just wow yeah but yeah i think other than face shopping that's the one where like all the lyricism about gender specifically gets the most in-depth and explicit but um even still like the whole nature of that track is about like what makes gender outside of like the physical objects like what outside of all these markers and indicators but like there hasn't been a single time like no matter how in public i am or like how much i'm like worried about my headphones bleeding out where like that song won't come on and i'll just like turn it all the fucking way up nice yeah uh i can't even think of the weirdest song that i listen to in public yeah, same. I don't care. Yeah. I can fuck off. Bro. I mean, No Love Deep Web is interesting in public, even though it's the censored album cover. <laughs> Going back to Death Grips. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Death Grips, it would be very interesting to hear Sophie and Death Grips collaborate. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, that's actually I mean, something unironically I like want. Somebody I wanted really badly to collaborate with Sophie. I can't remember who it was. It's going to drive me crazy. All right. I think it's it time for Florence and, and the Machine. Yeah. And the machine. Yeah. Featuring Delaney. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about Florence. Okay, wait, hold on. One second. <laughs> right. um, I'm gonna talk about Florence the Machine's album, High as Hope, which is as hope. fantastic. It's really good. Okay. And uh, not the best album we're talking about today, but you know. <laughs> Pretty good? Pretty good? Yeah, it's always it's, this, this happened, happened to us with the Umo album too, where we were like, "Yeah, this album's like I." <laughs> yeah, and we yeah. Just... But uh, for me, the like main reason that I love Florence's music is her live performance, because she's just like an exceptional live performer. Uh, live performer, and like, I saw her two years ago, and she like ran around the outdoor amphitheater barefoot, and like. There was this one one part where she held this girl's face in her hands and sang an entire ballad to her, and the girl just had Aww. tears streaming down her face, Wait, and it how, was like, how old was this girl? <laughs> it was like how old we? I don't know, was like teenager. Um. Anyway, and so you're like, fuck. I wish that were. Me. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, basically, I don't think this album is her best album. I think it's probably like the third, her third best album or something. But, uh. Yeah. It's like, it's not, it doesn't have as many like straight up bangers, or that's what I thought it didn't have as many straight up bangers as, as her previous album, the first, but then I listened to it again last night and like every song fucking goes. So, you know, 
it's actually fantastic and uh honestly <laughs> like i, I had, had never, never listened to a florence in the machine album before same. listening to this one like not me out of like neither. any like me neither. This, is, this is what death yeah. Yeah. fans are like we're um, <laughs> basically, like, I always was like, okay, like, I, I, Florence Welch is just an awesome person from, like, every impression I've gotten of her. I just never felt, I think that Delaney, like, texted me, it was really good, and I was like, you know what, this sounds good, and she was right, because I actually thought it was a very, very, like, solid album. Like, again, like, no one's gonna, like, make the argument that it's the best album today, which is kind of like suspect, suspect. But, but at, at the, the same, same time like, like I, I actually think it's a really good album yeah mm -hmm. and like what did you like about it like particularly um well i just like it's much more personal than a lot of the stuff she's written before like a lot of, a lot of her previous stuff is based on like i don't know it, it just seems like she's talk she's being much more like self-aware and like Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I really liked like Hunger. Yeah, Hunger and uh, South London Forever are my favorite songs. Uh, and they're, like, this kind of confessional songwriting that is, like, what she's best at. So it's, like, I don't know. And then also Big God is, like, my friend told oh, me, oh, yeah, said that it's the uh, musical embodiment of Big Dick Energy, which is true. <laughs> that was, <laughs> I remember that was a good tweet. I was... I was pr I was happy about that one. <laughs> I, I, so this album is very much not my kind of thing, but I still kind of liked it. It was good. I mean, like Big God and A Hundred Years and Patricia were probably the three tracks. If I had to come back to anything, I'd probably go with those. Yeah, there, there are yeah, actually pa Patricia's an absolute gem. Yeah, I actually thought like there were no like particularly like bad tracks on this album. Honestly, like I listened to it twice and I can't remember like not enjoying myself the entire time yeah. like and i mean a hundred years is good but it's not as good as a hundred years to two hundred years yeah. <laughs> that, that is an actual song um yeah the critical reception for this album has been kind of shitty and i think that's yeah sad that, that was uh, that was dumb but for gave us like a five or something yeah something. their tweet was yeah, yeah, yeah. this is disappointing which is annoying because <laughs> okay. honestly it was like, like so i was like there's like a major bbc broadcaster i can't remember her name i think it's annie mack i'm really hope i'm not getting that wrong but she like posted in the reply she replied to the review she's like are you losing your minds <laughs> like okay this is epic <laughs> what <laughs> almost i'm getting queried and asked to if i'm done yeah um, um yeah the so that's like pretty much it for this album i don't think she's getting the credit she deserves for it and no she's definitely so, not really good that's it, I agree. That's it. Yeah. so favorite what, what was the best wanted? album this month because i think i know where my votes go oh god this is gonna oh, be no. this me is, too see, this i have a yeah, problem yeah. in that i, I will just vote uh, you know what i'll start just to make everyone feel easier it's sophie yeah, I'll well, vote I for. Feel, well, I feel I feel, feel shitty about voting for my own album, so I'm gonna throw in a vote for Death Grips. Same. I yeah, I'm gonna throw in a vote for Death album. Grips. I'm gonna vote for oh, Sophie. Okay. Okay. Yes. I guess my, my I really thought everyone was gonna go with Sophie. Yeah, <laughs> <I feel bad. laughs> for, me, for me, it's probably like <laughs> Kids See Ghosts. Um, 
for me, it's probably Kids See Ghost Top, what no one agrees with. Death Grip second. Um, then um, probably Snail Mail, honestly. I really like some of the tracks on that. And yeah, then yeah. probably Sophie and Florence. But honestly, these were the first time that like all of the albums have been like pretty good, at least yeah. like as De- a baseline. Death Grips and Sophie would probably be tied for my top two. Then it would be Snail Mail. Then uh, yeah. who else? Kids See Ghost. That's the name I'm looking for. Then Florence. <laughs> Yeah, I probably. I think for me it's. I think for me it's like Sophie top, Death Grips, then Florence, then Kitsy Ghost, then Snail Mail. Yeah, I think uh, Snail Mail and Sophie are kind of tied at the top for me, and then uh, Florence, and then uh, Kitsy Ghost, and then Death Grips. But I just don't like Death Grips, so. I I understand that. Like it's like it's definitely like some people I know like just do not. Enjoy See, the, like, the main so the main thing that people describe Death Grips as is like harsh, and I just yeah. don't yeah. enjoy putting harsh things in my ears. Yeah, <laughs> like, put it directly way. in your ears, like insert the harshness into my so, brain. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah th- th- this <laughs> that voting was a real shit show, I guess, because Death Grips. Uh, won. Uh, oof. Uh, oof. That's what I figured might happen because, like, as long yeah. as I don't. I really thought it was going to be Sophie, so that's why I even bothered. Yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised about that. Like, I was just like, well, I guess I enjoyed. I feel like. Death I feel like we all most, like. Which... I feel like we all like Sophie a lot, but like. Yeah. I really, I like Sophie and Death Grips are pretty much like on even terms yeah. for me. Like how Sophie was like the uh, surprise for me, and I did actually really like Kid Sea Ghost. I don't see where all the hate is coming from. Like I really liked production a lot. Again, like there's some incredible things like uh, what's it? What's it called? Uh, Kuri montage. Uh, the feel of love where the back 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 part. <laughs> I really like that. I actually really liked that. I actually really liked that. But yeah, this again, this is a really good out, good month for production. Going, blah 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 that that that. Anyway, so but yeah, Death Grips I think, I think was more in, was my favorite. I haven't said my. Uh, then I'll have to put uh, Sophie and Snail Mail as tied. Yeah. Actually, and then Kitsy Ghost, and then Florence at the end, which I did really like Florence's album, and I've never heard much. I find from it her funny before. how we're all like qualifying it with like we really like Florence. But I then really, it's all really, of... really like yeah. Song. And then like, well, it's because it's like I'm like, putting oh, it last, so it's like, I feel like yeah. I feel like it feels that like, a album. It like it's just a good album, like. Like yeah. It, it feels almost. Raining it in, I guess so. I hope you all enjoyed this month, and we will be back for July, July. records, which currently Nobody's looking at the talk calendar, about there aren't future. many of. So it's just going to be him going how much crazy. I don't, I'll talk about how much I don't like the future album because I can. Actually, that was really your uh, y'all segment on the uh, crap. What is it? What J. is Cole. that album that you all shit on in the first K.O.D. Album? J. Cole. J. Cole. That was the best. That was actually, I think, one of the best things about that episode. So you guys should actually do that. I will. I will listen, I am down to listen to Future because I, I want to yell. I the Future album because it, I just want to warn just... you all, next month there's going to be a lot of me getting way overzealous about several records. Unless if something really impresses me this month, I'll be back really for the August stupid. album talking about OCs. Oh, yeah, yeah. I will be back for August talking about Death Cab for Cutie. So, oh, and oh, yeah, someone needs to talk about Mitski. Someone needs to talk oh, about Mitski. Oh hell yeah! That might be me. Yeah. Also, but you anyways, know what else yeah. is coming OC's out? OCs Live is my favorite live band. Yeah, you know what else is I'm coming s- out in July? What? Uh, Weezer, the Black Album. 
Oh no! Oh yeah, Weezer's black album. <laughs> Weezer, it's half black. It's coming. <laughs> Maybe it'll come out on Friday on my birthday, so it could be anyway, my birthday yeah, present. Tune in next month to hear me yell a lot about Death Heaven and how good their new album is because I've already heard tune, it. And tune it's in like... to hear me yell and about how much hopefully I you guys the roast future. future. Maybe. Beast mode two, baby. Okay, that's all. Bye guys. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. 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 Bye.